0: everyone. Welcome to Birth to Motherhood. I'm your host, Victoria, and this is a podcast where I invite mothers to come on and share their unique birth stories. Whether it's a traditional hospital birth or a serene home birth, I believe these stories can be a source of healing and inspiration for many. So without any more delay, let's get started. This is Birth to Motherhood. everyone welcome to the show uh, today I have on a very special guest uh, at the time of this recording it is actually my 30th birthday so I thought why not have my mom on to share my story uh, so mom do you want to introduce yourself I'm your mother <laughs> yeah but everybody it, else doesn't. Um,
1: do <laughs> okay so hello everybody I apologize for my voice because I lost it um Thursday night teaching I'm an artist and do paint classes and um mm, so my voice is pretty much gone but anyway so yes I am Victoria's mom that's an M-U-M not an M-O-M tell them why (laughs) oh because I'm from England so Victoria's actually a British national and um half half English so and i'm whole english so.
0: <laughs> all right awesome all right where do you want to start do you want to start with not how you became pregnant
1: <laughs> well I don't, I, I don't know if i want to know, discuss that with you dear.
0: did you know um, i had i had a client I, when i told him that i was pregnant with gwen he literally looked at me and he was like how did that happen i'm like are you really asking me that he's like no no no, that's not what I meant
1: (laughs) that's that's along the lines of do you know what causes that when people find out you have eight children so yes (laughs) does everybody know that you're one of one of eight
0: maybe if they listened to my episode they might have skipped mine as I was on another podcast so they might have heard it from there so
1: yeah. So Victoria's number one of that. She wants to be an only child yeah, I did. She has informed us for the last 30 years.
0: But, <laughs> hey, I changed my mind. <laughs>
1: you change your mind now. You yeah,
0: are, like, <laughs> it, to survive. it's great. I have a bunch of people to talk to. Tonight, we went out to dinner. So I would have had just me, Johnny and the baby. So wow, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. So everybody came. It was fun. Okay. You're welcome. You're
1: welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I had I mean, to go through that that birth experience eight times. I hope we're not going to do eight podcasts with everybody.
0: I mean, unless story. you want to, I do want to hear. You had a V-back after Gabe, right? I did. So yeah, I want to I hear did. about that because <laughs> well, that, that's a future. Yes, that'll that's be that's a
1: teaser. <laughs> that's a teaser for future because Victoria's uh, yes. Victoria's uh, third second second brother right because gabriel's number seven no it was my As last brother it. oliver was oh oliver was yeah. the v but yeah. gabriel was, was the, the one section was the one before the feedback yes yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right all right do you yeah. want to get into my story well, when you
1: first found out you were pregnant well we should go back before that because no. um, that your father and I got married. And then my mom and dad took 10 years to conceive children. So grandma had given up on on the thought of having children. So decided to do gliding lessons and horseback riding lessons and swears that the horse jiggling caused her to get (laughs) pregnant. She still says to this day, that that... what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I, apologize. I apologize to everybody because I'm probably going to laugh a lot. Sorry. You're going to lose your voice <laughs> even more. Oh my goodness. Hold oh no. <laughs> on. Hold on a second.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. (laughs) I'll try and be serious. It's very difficult. Um, Oh, Grandma. So (laughs) So after 10 years, Grandma got pregnant mm, with my brother, who's just about a year older than me. And um, so when Daddy and I got married, we thought, oh, my goodness, it's going to take at least 10 years. So we thought, "Mm, after three years of marriage, we're we decided that we'd better get started if it was going to take another 10 years. Oh. So about five hours later, I was
0: pregnant. Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> no, it was it was maybe two days later. I was literally that month. Like we decided that we were going to try. Oh, and, wow. um, and then the first ever pregnancy test, which at the time was like $20 a piece. Okay. Um, was blue it was like i was pregnant so we didn't actually really try it just happened so that <laughs> 10 year plan went down the toilet hence that you have seven brothers and yes. six, seven siblings <laughs> your eggs didn't um, <laughs> my, my eggs were like flying out oh my goodness um did you so how um, did you know did you have any
0: like um signs that you're like oh maybe i'm pregnant or you just were like, I missed a period.
1: I don't I don't, remember, I don't even think I missed a period. I think we were just like, oh, oh let's my, get a
0: test.
1: That's so funny. It was. I don't think I. I don't remember. I didn't feel pregnant. I. Um, I don't remember thinking. I don't know why we bought a test. Maybe I was a day late. I don't know. It was like, but hello. Um, I you guess pause. we were just having fun. It was just okay. we were just goofing around, really. It was like, oh, let, you know, let's yeah. try and get pregnant, and thinking it would never happen. So, um, it was a complete shock. I was actually kind of resentful at the time. I hate. I don't, I don't want to tell you this, darling, but I didn't want children. I we um, knew that, didn't we? I, I think I probably confessed at some point, but I was like, oh my goodness, children! Who wants those? They're horrible creatures. I <laughs> Well, I just didn't like anybody else's children. No, that was
0: other people's children—they're horrible.
1: <laughs> well, exactly. I just offended all your listeners, oh, anyway. So um, <laughs> no, I'm sure they. I'm feel sure the same. <laughs> for everybody listening has just delightful children. I just don't want to see any of them. No, I'm, I don't no, know. I'm just teasing. I just <laughs> I had had some horrible experiences. I came here to the states originally as a nanny and ha- actually I had worse experiences with the parents than children, but I just didn't like looking after children. It was like a horrible thing to do and a waste <laughs> of time. And I had much better things to do. And um, so I, I really was like, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? And I hated being pregnant. Oh my goodness.
0: Really?
1: Um, oh, it was horrible. Were you
0: sick a lot? Did you have a lot of morning sickness?
1: At the first, um, let's see, 12 weeks in vomit no i never vomited i just felt like i was going to throw up 24 hours a day i just felt like i was on a boat or something and that made me want to i i didn't want to see a vegetable like i just wanted carbohydrates and i just shoved my face in chinese food um bagels um we lived in rockland county at the time and oh my goodness, we had just amazing bagel places, Jewish delis, Ooh. um, this amazing Italian deli next to where I worked. And I used to get roast beef sandwiches with slivers of onions oh, and mayonnaise yeah. on this really nice fresh bread. Yeah. And I ate I ate. I ate myself to oblivion. And then the gyna- I can't remember why we chose this gynecologist that I had, but He'd asked me if I wanted to go to Weight Watchers, and I was like... Oh, how rude. <laughs> and he was like five foot four and a little pork ball. And I was like, do you want to come with me? And <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't say that, but I thought that because I'm like, how dare you? Yeah, that's so funny. You're fat. Are you telling me? <laughs> the only time in my life where I can be legit fat mm-hmm. and not care and you're telling me i have to go to weight watches <laughs> oh so i didn't go to weight watches no. and um, i just oh i felt sick for three months and then you bounced around on my bladder and i had to go to the toilet all the time <laughs> and i just oh, i couldn't sleep because you were bouncing around at two o'clock in the morning oh my gosh <laughs> um, but we did have fun like i would have a bar like when you got big enough to Oh, yeah. Noticed, like I could see elbows and stuff coming out. I would have a bath, and you would be doing like somersaults oh, when gosh. I was having a bath. Like I would lie in the bathtub, and we would watch you jumping around, sticking your elbows oh, in your knees, and knees. Yeah, it was really. I mean, you know, the things you do when you are young, married, and need entertainment. You watch your baby in utero doing somersaults in your belly. So um so yes I was um extremely uncomfortable and then back in the late 80s early 90s um there were no nice maternity clothes they were all just loose like tents and being the rummage queen that I am I was not going to buy 50 dollar tops and 50 dollar pants so I just bought fat clothes. Oh my god. Fat <laughs> fat clothes, I should say. Yes. And then I was at work one day and this now I said we we're in Rockland County, so a lot of Jewish people there who are very candid. Yes. <laughs> That's an understatement. Here. <laughs> so this lady I work with somebody came in and said something about me being pregnant and she looked at me and said, "Oh, I just thought you were fat." <gasps> not kidding so i ref- refrained from looking at her and saying at least i have an excuse oh my gosh it was um yeah so the joys of being pregnant um so then um then we were selling we were buying a house while i was about to give birth because that's really smart and so we went to live with um auntie jilly to you um unknown to everybody else but my best friend or one of my best friends and um so we went to live with her and her husband and her newborn and um and then grandma and grandpa ian arrived from england i think it was the day before you were due, and So grandma always says that I went into labor because I lifted their suitcases into the car and she was standing there incredulous that I was nine months pregnant and hoiking massive suitcases into the car going, it's fine, it's fine. And then I went into labor um, like really early the next morning. So I decided to cook a turkey dinner for everybody. So while I was having contractions, I was prepping, stuffing, and roast her. I'm back. You're back. (laughs) Sorry. We have, um, so my office, aka the explosion from the artist, um, is a bit far away from the router. Uh Ah, it the internet is spotty in here but the thing is daddy's watching a game a football some, game oh, it might be it's monday night yes. isn't it night, football. <laughs> the boys are downstairs playing computer games in the basement uh-huh. and if i go in our bedroom then it's an even worse connection oh. so oh so where did i get to so the um you- yeah i threw the suitcases in and went into early late like labor the next morning and cooked started cooking roast turkey and stuffing for everybody. Oh my gosh! And then wow. um, and then I took grandma to a craft fair in the town, and the contractions started getting really bad. And I'd never had a contraction, so I did not know <laughs> what they were like. <laughs> and so the first ones had been really easy, like. You know, gas cramps, mm-hmm. kind of pain. Yep. And um, and then we're walking around looking at these carved wooden ducks and stuff, and suddenly this oh my goodness, like this massive pain hit, and I doubled over, and like all these people turned around and were like, "Oh my goodness!" And I'm like, "It's okay. I'm in labor. It's all right. Don't worry." they Look at me like I'm insane. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so of course. Grandma is like, we need to, we need to go, we need to go. We've got to get to the hospital, dear. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, it's That's fine. fine. Mommy. We're good. A few more things, so you fine. know, so, so, I guess, so the pain goes away, right? Because you've got these cycles of contractions. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's gone. So I'd start walking around again, looking at something else, and then suddenly, bam, oh, you know, no. another one would hit. <laughs> so finally, I think, um, she was getting a little agitated to say the least yes, so we went back,
0: um,
1: <laughs> went back to Jillie's house and um i was told to stop cooking turkey dinner and um go and lie down <clears throat> to have a rest and i'm thinking how do you have a rest when well, you know you've got this <laughs> excruciating pain um so i'm lying on the bed and i'm i'm literally like chewing the pillow because the pain Is so bad. I mean, like, oh my goodness! I was like, this is just brutal. And so, Daddy called the gynecologist, and he's like, "Oh, she's in early labor. Oh, my shift doesn't start till ten o'clock. I'll meet you there at ten o'clock tonight." And be fine the baby will probably be born above four or five in the morning oh nothing to worry about just you know don't don't worry just go to the hospital later well this is like four in the afternoon and he's telling me that i'm in early labor and i'm thinking how can you tell somebody's in early labor by talking to their husband on the phone,
0: could he hear you in the background?
1: No, English people don't make <laughs> sounds when they're in pain, dear.
0: <laughs> Were you saying so, contractions at all? No,
1: no. <laughs> I gave up on. That. I didn't know. I didn't. I, I didn't know any. Uh, we. I don't think we, we didn't go to child bearing child birth classes yeah, no, or anything. I didn't either. <laughs> I, don't did, I don't think we did anything. No, it was the night. I mean, I knew. That- <laughs> Baby's going to come out. It's like baby's going to come out. I'm going to the hospital. Well, the baby's coming out. What's the big deal? Yep. Why do I need to go to a class? Yes. So, um, so, and now you know where you got that from. Yes. So, um, so, <laughs> grandma is about to, you know, have a heart attack downstairs Aww. because she frets, she frets. Yes, she does. Um, <laughs> so she, she told Dougie had to take me to the hospital. So we get in the car and I can just remember chewing on the side, the plastic around the window.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it was just like, the pain (laughs) was just, it was like a drill going in your head, type pain. It was just insane pain. Um, And then we get to the hospital and they put me in a wheelchair and they wheel me in and they're all saying that I'm in early labor and And the doctor's like "What hours away from getting there. So they put me in this room and then they're like, oh, we're going to do an exam. You know, you're in early labor. It's going to be hours yet, dear, blah, blah, blah. So the nurse puts on her gloves and everything and does an examination and she's like, oh my goodness, you're nine centimeters dilated. Gladys, Beryl, Ethel, come here and look. She's nine centimeters dilated and she's not making a peep. You know, it's like so I, mean, I was like not screaming. There's a lady in the next room to me screaming her head off. <laughs> I mean every two minutes she's like screaming. That
0: was me.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm sitting there like in nine centimeters dilated in absolute agony, not saying anything, just <laughs> gritting my teeth. Like that stiff British upper lip, you know, we don't bother anybody. We just get on with it. (laughs) And so, like, all the nurses come in and and they're, ooh, oh, look, oh, my, oh, you're so amazing, blah, blah, (laughs) blah. So then there's this big flipping clock on the wall, and I know that every two minutes this contraction is going to hit. And it's like this it's like this mountain of pain climbing and climbing and climbing and then bam at that two minute mark you've got like 45 seconds of excruciating pain and then yeah. you know you've got like this and then it starts to come down yeah. and then it yep. builds up again and they keep telling me it's going to be hours of this and just shoot me just shoot me now and um So then this man comes in and it's not my doctor. Oh, no. (laughs) And he's like, well, I'm going to do the birth because your doctor's not on shift for another hour. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This this man I've never met is going to birth my child. And my doctor couldn't get off his little tushkas and come in (laughs) and birth my child. <laughs> he has like he won't come into the hospital till ten o'clock at night because his shift doesn't start. Of course not. So this this doctor I've never met um, does the birth, and then he's like, "I'm going to give you an episiotomy." I didn't even know what an episiotomy was. Oh, hell no! <laughs> oh, so what he sliced me? He did. Well, he <sighs> they numbed me first. Still, and then. Oh. Because he said he said I would tear, um, but how would he know? I mean, you had the size; your head was the size of a baseball. I yeah, mean, it was not tiny. Even that your
0: your body is supposed to or is meant to tear; it'll heal. Like what the
1: hell? Oh well, I can God. tell you, I would rather have torn than yes than the pain, the pain of that, it, and then then yes, stitching the back pain. up. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god. It was the it was the pain after I got home. No. When I had like I got home with you, it ruined the first couple of weeks. I couldn't sit down. No. I I couldn't go to the bathroom without crying. It was the pain was just so bad. And there was nothing they gave me that would touch that pain. It was just horrific. So wow. So anyway, so at some point, I guess when I hit the 10 centimeter mark, um, the, they're like, you're going to push you've got to try really, really hard. So I'm like, okay, well, it's like being possessed because the pushing thing took over and, um, and you came out on the second push.
0: Wow. Nice. And that was
1: it. I mean, basically just flew out which they were amazed at that's awesome so, um, <laughs> so yes and then and then my gynecologist appeared and said congratulations after after i had given birth to you
0: wow he like just popped in and then was gone
1: yeah pretty much <laughs> like after after the birth he just came in and said oh congratulations you know thanks for being here buddy wow. um <laughs> Oh, what a joke <laughs> so we, we never used him again no i, wouldn't. I mean <laughs> i should have dumped him at the weight watchers comment but um but that was when we lived in new york so when we moved um to new jersey we i had different doctors i had dr sean Do- Doctor sean for a long time <laughs> Doctor sean and dr sean yes and i loved them they were my favorite <laughs> and they were wonderful um yeah so so yes that was my experience and the pain of your birth has been tattooed on my memory (laughs) for the last 30 years
0: is that is my well no sarah was natural too right yeah so it what i guess maybe both of ours that's why you decided to get epidurals
1: no well sarah's was different because they gave me pitocin oh (laughs) she was premature and um they um they gave me enough pitocin to birth a baby elephant so i went from nothing because my water broke five and a half weeks early and um i went from nothing to her being there in 20 minutes wow you were literally having or anything none nothing nothing and i was I could feel her coming down the birth canal. Wow. Um, And I'm like telling them that the baby's coming. And this nurse comes in, looks under the thing, you know, the cloth they had over me or whatever, blanket. Yeah. And she just looked and said, no, she's, no, the baby's not coming. Uh, And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm like, the baby's going to be born on the floor. And then the midwife walked in to check me. She had one glove on. And thank goodness she stuck it near my birthing <laughs> canal because she caught Sarah wow. because I literally she had one glove on and Sarah came out. Oh, it was oh ridiculous! Oh, it was insane. <gasps> so Sarah's the pain of Sarah's birth was so fast, yeah, that yeah. yours was so long oh. and so oh. intense that it took me years to forget how bad it was
0: you still remember it (laughs) oh
1: i remember it you yeah how how long was was my labor in total it started about five around five in the morning because i remember i woke up a probably about five in the morning. And then Auntie Julie and I went for a walk with Shannon to the supermarket, which is where I bought that little pig that I, yeah, I still have.
0: I still will have that.
1: <laughs> pig. P-E-E-G. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we went to the store and I saw that and I thought it was adorable. So I bought that and then we walked back and I think you were born at ten fifty two or nine fifty-two.
0: Yeah, I was nine fifty two that
1: night. So nine fifty-two that night. So um it was um what's that? Um uh, fifteen that. hours?
0: <laughs>
1: you don't do that. I don't on <laughs> a child. <laughs> I'm terrible at math. Five in well, 5 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock at night, so that's 12 hours and 9, let's see, plus 4. 16 hours, about 16, 16 to 17 hours total pretty, labor.
0: That's pretty good. I mean, long, like,
1: hmm. Not too long. No.
0: I mean, it was longer than Sarah's.
1: <laughs> well, Sarah's was not a normal mm-hmm. labor.
0: Well, I, that, and I've heard that a lot of the time second labors are usually faster. I guess maybe your body's like, oh, we know what we're doing.
1: <laughs> well, she was induced. She was totally, well, I think she poked her finger through the the sack wondering what it was or something. Yeah. <laughs> so um, causing a leakage. And um, so once that's, that's happening, she had to be born, but they left her in there as long as they could. And then they induced to get her out of there. Mm. But uh, I don't think anybody else was as speedy. Mm. Everybody was about the same. Yeah. So, Mm. um,
0: well, Gabe was planned.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I wish I had done a, um, a normal, not a C-section with her, but we were manipulated.
0: Yeah.
1: Didn't know, but now knowing what I know, I would have not chosen that route. Mm. So, um but you don't know don't know
0: no i I wouldn't have really known either because when he got that diagnosis you're like wait what is that (laughs) like it's so you don't hear about it a lot
1: no so for everybody listening gabriel's brother gabriel who's number seven has spina bifida so he was he's a whole story on his own um (laughs) But uh, yeah, that was my only C-section, mm. and that was um, yeah for many reasons. It's something I regretted the C-section part, but I didn't. I didn't know. I did not know, and I think that a lot of times, you know, when you're a young mom, especially if you get something like that diagnosis, you are um, thrown into a world of unknowns and. A whole new learning curve of information and so very very different
0: yeah when did you after you had me when did you find out that you were rh negative or did you find out before
1: i think i found out before because they didn't give me the rogam shot so they must they knew our blood types so, so. and then
0: when you had sarah they pushed it on you
1: they basically threw me up against the wall and shoved it in my bottom. Um, but that, yeah. that was that was because um, Daddy had lost his job, and we went through the the clinic at the hospital, oh. and they treat you. I mean, they're not supposed to treat you any different. But, <laughs> but my thought is they make these assumptions. Oh well, he might not be the father wow that's what i'm thinking and at the time like you're in this situation where you're very humbled by the fact that you know you don't have normal insurance anymore because we always had amazing primo insurance yeah and were treated you know i was always treated like a queen Mm -hmm. and then i go through this other route where i'm basically told i have to get this shot and i'm telling them I don't need it Mm -hmm. and they're like well you have to get it Mm -hmm. and I and I should have just dug my heels in and told them you know and I remember saying to them I can get the blood results from my my gynecologist yeah um, that did my other births they wouldn't have it and then you know years later I'm thinking oh I bet they thought I was you know yeah (laughs) Ladies that have lots of children from lots of different people. I don't know. That's oh what gosh. that was my only thought. Yeah, kind of makes sense. And I should have just said, don't no. I should have just said no. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. But it oh, was, was um, they push.
0: That was like with Gwen and the vitamin K. They kept asking. I'm like, I've said no. Leave me alone.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Like, don't get me started. Oh my that. Gosh. Yes. Oh, oh, my I had. I almost, I remember, I can't remember which one of you it was, but it must've been a later one. And you don't get your own pediatrician in the hospital if they're not affiliated with your hospital. And so I was in the hospital and this pediatrician that wasn't my pediatrician kept coming in. Oh, you know, you need to get the shots. And I'm like, no, No. we're not doing (laughs) it. And they he came back three times and he got really snarky with mm-hmm. me. Yep, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. Yep. So I will talk to my pediatrician when I get home. Mm-hmm. Um, but really pushy. Yeah. Really, really pushy, and I'm like, this is my baby, not yours. I'll do what I want with my yep. child.
0: They think it's theirs. So- <laughs>
1: Uh, it's very scary actually. Yeah, That's a disturbing. not a fun environment no. to be in. It makes you want to go and run away to some island somewhere and um not have anybody around. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I I feel bad for mums now in this you know, we're in a a different environment entirely now with that mm-hmm. that stuff. And uh, I think uh the medical community has been weaponized oh gosh, uh, yeah. against not doing what you want them to do mm-hmm. well so, it's, it's a bunch of money
0: and they're getting paid for it of course they're going to push it
1: yes big money
0: yep big, big huge money. and they're protected so if anything happens to you oh well
1: <laughs> yes and that's them to me the sad thing is that mothers aren't educating themselves and i didn't yeah um when i when I was a young mom and uh, there's there's another podcast for you about mm-hmm. what happened um in with that uh, yes. but um but yes I do uh, admonish young moms to do your research before you give your children anything,
0: mm-hmm.
1: anything. and don't don't think your doctor knows everything
0: no there are a lot because of women trust their doctors way too much and it's like yeah it's not the smartest yeah. but they, nobody knows any better nobody questions anything and it's sad
1: no it is sad but you know what you, everybody has they're on their own path of learning yeah. and you know i i only educated myself after something happened to you and Sarah so um I completely trusted my doctor Mm -hmm. I completely trusted him yeah um for my own health I have not trusted doctors for many many years yeah um because of my experience um as an adult but I was not I wasn't on the, the same thought process with the babies I thought you know they knew everything and and they don't they know very very little about certain things mm-hmm. and i think um it is a really good idea for people to do a really deep dive into certain things before they do them before they even have a baby oh gosh yeah um, i wish i had started
0: something. earlier
1: <laughs> oh my goodness oh there's so much. There's so, so much yeah. and um unless you are educated you're very easily manipulated yes and mm-hmm. so with the birthing process, I didn't know anything. I knew nothing. I absolutely knew nothing. And and after having to buzz without any pain relief, I was like, I don't care just give me an epidural. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> now do but, you
0: prefer the um the epidural labors or like I guess not prefer, but like did you what did you find different apart from no pain
1: well i don't think you'd have any other siblings if i hadn't had any <laughs> pressure <laughs> um well i didn't know anything i could i guess i probably didn't want to know anything about <laughs> epidurals apart from they gave me pain relief oh my gosh and daddy loved to tell me how big that needle was oh, going in my no. back uh-uh. but um i actually had really good experiences with the epidurals. I didn't get headaches. I got complete pain relief. Um, I, I just didn't, I didn't feel bad when I got them. Okay. And having eight children, um, it took some of the stress off of the whole thing. Mm. Um, The fact that, you know, being pregnant, so many times I, I had, I think seven miscarriages that I know of. And eight pregnancies that resulted in a live birth. Mm -hmm. And, um, just the physical trauma emotionally of being pregnant and losing babies and being pregnant and breastfeeding and, and homeschooling as well. Um, having that thought of that pain coming at the end of the nine months was yeah (laughs) um, um i guess it helped take some of the stress off but knowing i mean with my um my views on you know holistic everything now um probably if i went back I wouldn't, if I looked into what epidurals actually do and the dangers and blah, 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 I, I'm sure I'd be home birthing and in a water tub somewhere. Um, I don't think I would have done it the same way. Um, so I'm glad i am menopause. <laughs> um, do you think
0: you had any like side effects after you had, had the baby?
1: Side effects as in, physical yeah or mental I, physical side okay. <laughs> effects of so many babies. well you know I'm totally insane so that's one of the things um I'm sure I mean I lost a tooth every child I mean the physical drain on the body mm-hmm. I have I think I have six root canals mm-hmm. which I'm sure has like I mean, your viewers, your I, listeners, know, I, that I have breast cancer, so I'm going through. Well, treatment the treatment. Four for me, of us, which-
0: were so close in age, mm. I don't think your body had enough time to like re-neutralize, like all the nutrients to come back and like for you to get back on track. You were kind of just like, boom, pregnant again. So your body's
1: like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, so the first four of you were 18 months apart so not only was I pregnant and then gave birth but then I was trying to nurse which was a total disaster oh I was <laughs> I mean it's it's quite ironic when you're given large breasts uh-huh. and they they can't feed the baby and you're like what is going on here? I've got mounds of flesh here Mm -hmm. and it's suffocating the child and not producing any milk. Yeah, So it was quite ironic that it looked like I could produce 20 gallons a day and Mm dribbles came out. I mean, I remember when you were born, um, I think about three months in maybe less than three months. in, I gave up, I'm like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. It's not, I mean, you weren't, you weren't emaciated, but we finally got some formula, and you shove that bottle in your mouth, and you downed it in like twenty seconds. I mean, Aww. it was like, oh, I think the hungry. It's like you've never looked back. Oh no. my God. So Aww. it was like it was just um, yeah. Breastfeeding was not. I the only person that got breastfed for any like the time was Lydia. She she i managed to breastfeed for a year okay which was a miracle but everybody else um i could i couldn't do it it's just nothing was coming out much so um yeah that was that was not easy but yeah i think my body was just totally depleted of nutrients yes um so i'm surprised i don't have dentures wait you have dentures no, I said no. I'm surprised. <laughs> I don't. I'm like, no, you don't. I'm surprised. Oh, I don't. Have okay. Teeth. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Everybody's imagining some gummy old grandma on the other end. <laughs> of it. No, I have my own teeth. Everybody, I do not. I do not look 95, and I'm 59. No, no, you're fine. Um, I think I look. Quite well preserved 59 so but, um, <laughs> I think it, I think that yeah. many children so quickly was really um, training um, and um, and teamed with my right brained personality that um, is very scatty and um, it was quite overwhelming and you know having my mom in England not there yeah. um, to help yeah um a lot of stuff um, but i loved it i absolutely like the day that you were born um it was like you with gwen yes absolute life changing right you yeah. you cannot describe to anybody mm-hmm. how magnificent um to go from a not fit fe- i mean you're obviously a mum when you're pregnant but you don't feel like you're a mom you just feel like a bloated.
0: I was so I feel like very dissociated while pregnant because I was so sick all the time I just I Uh, wasn't connecting with her at all plus we also thought she was a boy so like I don't know I just wasn't connecting but then as soon as she came out and they threw her on top of me I was like oh my gosh like
1: yeah
0: i'm like that's baby like she's alive like holy cow <laughs> i'm like i did it's that just, oh my gosh and like oh just oh oh i can't describe like it <laughs> a,
1: the world goes into soft focus yeah it, it's around amazing. you and there is oh this gosh. this human being that you're scared they're going to take it away because you can't believe it's yours yeah and that this miraculous little tiny human being came from you and is part of yeah. you, and and is all yours, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. This, this baby is yours, She's and, they, literally and the like baby a me. You. It
0: is so cute. <laughs> she is, amazing,
1: she yeah. is my whole and world. Yeah, and it's like we just yeah, and. They are like, you are their whole world until they get to their teenage years. But, um, but they look at you with these big wide eyes, like your life, you're like, you are their life. And it's just the most magnificent thing. I mean, the closest thing to heaven on earth, like that moment when you, you become a mom mm-hmm. and like it was like the whole world just, just, it was, wow. It was yeah. a, incredible. It's there's uh-huh. nothing I, and you can't really put it into words and you can't tell yeah. somebody mm-hmm. you will feel so different when that baby's born. Because when you're pregnant, it, it doesn't feel like I didn't enjoy pregnancy at all. I hated it. I, oh, I yeah. did not like being pregnant. <laughs> Daddy enjoyed guessing, there, but... Um, oh, my gosh, it, of course um, he did. <laughs>
0: Such a guy. You, you know what causes that? Yeah. Don't Do you, you have, have a TV? TV? <laughs> um,
1: um, the amount oh of times gosh. that was sent to me.
0: You'd be a you trolley in for the
1: Mm-hmm. I would, even if yeah. I got a penny for every time they said it. I would say So, <laughs> No. Yes, so um, what other questions do you have? Uh, we talked
0: about do you have any more on your postpartum apart from you know not being able to <laughs> breastfeed very long
1: <laughs> i am um, I just um really enjoyed that that hormonal gooiness you get after the baby's born you your hormones have gone bananas. And the world is all rainbows and unicorns. Yes, um, <laughs> after the baby's born, it's like you know, little unicorns are jumping around, singing around you, and yeah. and you know everything's <laughs> happy and <laughs> yeah. And it's just the world is such
0: so a you had place. no postpartum and, depression um, or anything. I really
1: enjoyed that. It was just this, and every time it wasn't. Um, I mean, Gabriel's birth was very disconnected because he was in the the NICU for ten days, and they they whisked him off as soon as he was born. But but every other baby, um, apart from his birth, was just this just a wonderful time because it's a celebration of life, and um, and all. Um,
0: hey guys so my mom's internet dropped her and uh she could not rejoin the studio to finish the episode i'm sorry the audio was not the greatest uh still hope you all enjoyed it if any of you want to connect with her she's uh sally dot stansfield s-t-a-n-s-f-i-e-l-d dot nine on instagram maybe take one of her art classes if you're in south dakota by chance Uh, I will be back next week with another guest. Till next time, everybody. Bye.